Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Nobody's Listening, brought to you in part by DrawYouPicture.com, where you can get just about anything drawn for pretty darn cheap. Check it out today. See what I've done for others and see what I can do for you at DrawYouPicture.com. Also brought to you by Bluehost Hosting, unlimited space, Unlimited hosting, unlimited bandwidth, unlimited candy. <laughs> Check it out today at nlcast.com slash bluehost. Woohoo! I got a bad feeling about this. No! Nobody's Nobody's Listening, where we tell funny life stories and invite you to do the same. Hello, welcome. <coughs> I'm sorry. Hi, this is Nobody's Listening, the show where we tell funny life stories, yours and ours. This is episode 171, brought to you the week of June 20th, 2011. I'm your host. My name is James. And with me is I Missed You Last Week, our John I Missed You Last Week, Steinklobber. How you doing, John? How are you, man? Hello, James, I and thank you for having me back on the show. No problem. I butchered your uh, your nickname this week, but that's okay. That's okay. I'll have a new one next week you can do something with. Okay. Um, you know, I've had so many nicknames since since you've let me be on the show. It's awesome. Yes, you get a new one every week. That's the rules. We always start with an opening song, and this one is very special. It's a musical song. Uh, many of them are. This one has no lyrics. <laughs> You're really going to have to go online to see it, to really, truly appreciate it. Um, so just be aware of that right off the bat. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and play it anyway. It is a group of of uh, Korean k- kindergarten children playing full-on guitars. 6,200,011 views. Uh, let me introduce you. To these kindergarten kids, the Cha Sun Chong, our kindergarten teacher, by DPRK Music. Enjoy the genius of kindergartners who can't read or write, but they can't. It, there's no way they had time. Whoa. Wait, those are kindergartners playing this? They're the cutest little things you ever saw in your life. How did the little fingers reach the strings? They're working it, dude. There's like six of them. Six of them. They play better than I do. Oh, no doubt. And I have, you know, 36-year-old fingers. Whoa! You see They're not even looking at the strings. Nah. Guitars are bigger than they are. They're, they're humongous, and they're smiling. They're so cute. They're all—they got choreography too, on top of everything well, they else. Totally are. That little guy's going all Eddie Van Halen on his guitar. That's the cute one right there, with a little pasted-on smile. That's crazy. Now you said this was Korean. They're they're Korean. Yeah. Look, they're banging their heads. Little tiny kindergartner heads. They're so cute. <laughs> Somebody in the chat room is like, "Is this real life?" <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I was, I was laughing. At. <laughs> yeah, David after the dentist. Yeah, good one. I C L P N. Whoa, they're even I can't even do that. And I've no. been playing for a long time. I mean they're not even looking. No. Yeah, I don't know how many times I've tried to learn to play the guitar in a tiny white dress, but it just <laughs> never worked out for me with yellow shoes. 
know their fingers? They could probably crush your thorax or your larynx with their fingers. And the calluses on their hands. Probably scrape your face off. Yeah. Those are classical guitars they're playing, too. Those have a wide neck. You know, in the nylon strings, you get that real awesome sound. Working that bass. That little guy looks like my James, except he's got dark hair and he's Asian and my son's not. Really? Asian. That's probably a good thing in your case. Not that I'm against Asian children. Come on, people. Just saying. If your wife is not Asian and you have an Asian baby. Asian baby. <laughs> That's a funny video, yeah, too. That should have been it this week. <laughs> well, th- it is it this week. They're just different Asian babies. Yeah! Give it up! Give it up, everybody! Asian babies yes. in the house. <laughs> Asian babies! Asian babies! Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Rocked. That's so hardcore. So, yeah, there you go. Um, the little children's of the world uniting and playing together. Anyway, uh, it's time for a little bit of uh, weekly update. And when I mean weekly update, I mean this kind of weekly update. <laughs> Okay, um, John, do you want to go first this week? Do you do you want to? really? Yeah, you can if you want. I I could totally go first yeah, this week. It's always me. Why not you? I feel like oh, mixing well, it up a little bit today. Okay, okay. well, thanks, man. No, I, I, no I, I I'm honored. No problem. Well, man, this is this is a really really weird story, and I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be funny or not, but it was. It's so weird. I don't even know where to start. Okay, but. Um, I was at my mom's house the other day and, um, you know, this area of Georgia occasionally will have the occasional skunk and we could smell it. It was like all over the place. And I was like, oh, that's so gross. There's a skunk somewhere, you know, whatever. Mm. My mom says, I'll take care of that. And she runs out of the house and she catches the skunk and then comes inside the house and is holding it by the tail. No way. And I'm like, mom, what are you doing? She said, well, if you hold it by the tail, it can't spray you, and, and then we can take care of it. And I'm like, that's so gross. Why? I, I couldn't even believe that my mom would pick up a skunk for one. It just seemed unreal. And so she picked it up, and then and now this is where it gets strange. Have you ever heard of, like, milking uh, a rattlesnake? Yes. When you squeeze the, the venom out of there. Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah. She was going to milk this, this skunk. She's going to accept, you know, she's going to squeeze the stink out of it or something. And so she proceeds to squeeze the stink out of this skunk's stink glands. In your house? In in her house. Okay. and Into and, a and, what? Into like a Dixie cup. And I'm like, why are you doing this? And she says, we're going to make something out of it. I'm like, no, we're not going to make something out of it. That's disgusting. It's weird. And I don't even want to be here. And so she just laughs, you know, like my mom does. Yeah. And, okay, now this is where it gets weird, okay? Because okay. outside there's somebody trying to kill me. And I had – I'm <laughs> not even dork. kidding. Somebody was trying to kill me, and I was scared for my life. <laughs> and then I turn on the TV, and they're talking about North and South Korea getting uh, back together. And then in the distance I hear this weird sound. It's going <laughs> – I'm like, what is going on? First the skunk gets milked. And then North and South Korea is going to get together, and somebody's trying to kill me. And I was I was so happy to wake up from that. Yeah, thing, <laughs> I was like totally was, not buying this. I'm like, where is he going with this? <laughs> it worked I'm not out even great. Kidding. That was a real dream, though. Oh, you know, it really happened in my dream. It did. And I'm so glad that she didn't really milk a skunk because yeah. I don't even know if that's possible. Well, and then you know disgusting. what? You know, is it one percent? Is it skim? You know, I don't think it'd be good over cereal is what I'm saying. Oh. You get my drift. If you mix it with, with pota- tomato juice, does it cancel out the taste it and the smell? It turns into air. Or somebody Ooh. from, you know, Mythbusters. Uh, <laughs> Jamie Heinemann. Yes, yes. The walrus. Um, okay, so uh, <laughs> that's, that's gross. I had a dream today. This is not my weekly update, but you got me thinking. I had a drink because I took a little nap before before showtime, and I woke up just all out of sorts, all out of sorts, because I dreamed that my niece 
the baby niece that Amy just had um, oh. had needed brain surgery. Oh. And they came in and they took the baby's brain out. Oh. And they hung it in a paper towel under a shelf what? connected to a nine volt battery. And the doctors were arguing about when to put it back. And I'm sitting there going, okay, the baby is going to die because it doesn't have a brain. But apparently, you know, these doctors knew more than I did. So I kind of just let that part go. Um, but then I came back to check on them and my mom was somewhere and she would just call out. I never saw her, but she would just call out <laughs> random insults to people. Like the doctor would say, okay, let's go in and check. Stupid doctor. Shut up, mom. <laughs> That's what I would say. Shut up, mom. Very disrespectful, but you know, still when your mom is doing something unhonorable, I don't know what the rules don't are. Don't throw the ice cream at the doctor's mom. Yeah, exactly. And so uh, eventually I, got, I go in there to, to bring closure to the, uh, to the dream, which is very rare for me. I rarely get closure on a dream this weird. You usually wake up in the weirdest part of it. But I went and my sister uh, says, is, is his brain back in? Is her brain back in? And she kind of just nodded yes. But she had a look on her face like maybe it was in wrong. Oh, man. Yeah, so very, so very it- weird. And you woke up kind of feeling, hey, I don't want to have that dream. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever had a great dream and tried to fall asleep really quick to try to continue the dream? Yes. Has it ever worked? No. No, well, mine never has. I'll I, tell you. It didn't go the way direction I wanted it to. <laughs> Stinks. Because I didn't get all the money and I didn't win Disney World, uh, but I did go back to Disney World, which was kind of Okay, cool. that reminds me of another dream. You ever dream you, you, you had money in your hand and you woke up and it was gone? Yes, uh, it was like melting in your hand. It was uh, melting as you were waking up. I hate that dream. It's the worst. I have a reoccurring dream where happens in real life. I'm too. driving a car or I'm in a car and I realize nobody's driving and I'm in the back seat and there's some drama going on, but I have to lean across the front seat and it's always like one of those 70s sedans where the front seat goes all the way across like a couch, you know, and yeah, and, yeah. and there's no headrest. So I'm leaning across the thing and it's, for some reason I'm never climbing over to get in the seat. I just have to steer while the car just goes forward. It's crazy. Oh. Somebody's going to pick that apart and send me this big, well, it means that you wish you were the Easter Bunny and <laughs> your lack of control of Easter is simulating your thorax. So. It's because you took Christ out of Christmas and replaced it with an X. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of judgment, dude, I got a good judgment on Facebook today. I don't know. I posted something about Father's Day, very tongue-in-cheek, and I got a sermonette. Sent back Ooh. to me by a well-meaning church there? person. It is so. Go to my uh, go to my wall and check it out. Don't hate on her though. She's a nice lady. She's just oh, I wouldn't hate on. She anybody. misunderstood me totally. And uh... you're a nice lady. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. Okay, it's time for my weekly update. Um, What's your weekly update? Well, it, it's kind of weird, and I don't know. You know, I don't know how it's going to tell because it's one of those <laughs> things that are so inside. And this is an inside joke for inside jokes for inside. I mean, like it's so inside that there's only two other people in the world that know it. And it's because they're my sisters. When we were kids at my grandma's house, this could probably be a feature story, but it may not warrant it because it probably isn't going to be funny to anybody else, but it was funny to me. Okay. My grandma, um, I mean, she smoked like a chimney dude, but she was so awesome. She was so cool. She would, you know, give us ice cream every night and take us out to buy uh, Smurf cups at Hardee's and, you know, all the awesome things that, that grandparents do tons of, uh, workbooks and, and color pages and, and just TV. And, oh, I mean, it was just nothing but fun at grandma's. It was one of the highlights of my life was going there a, a week, a couple weeks every summer anyway, but she, she was very Southern. Like not in accent so much, but in mentality, like an old, uh, classy, you know, proud Southern woman. I'm gonna make you some sweet tea, there, James. Well, yeah, but that's more Texas, you know. It was, it, oh, like right. I said, she didn't have a, but, but it was. I mean, she made all the cool stuff, and she had all that. She, but she wasn't sweet tea drinking. I'm talking about like, um, like Swanee River, Dixie County. Southern. And that's literally where she was, is way down upon the Swanee River. So like river people type. But anyway, she was she was uh the daughter of uh a a 
a, a Native American wo- woman and a white pastor. Okay, she was the product oh. of of the medicine man's daughter and this man of God. So very, you know, very just Ooh. interesting, awesome lady. Uh, okay, all that to say, she had a, a, a particular way of speaking. And she had particular beliefs on things, and she was very opinionated. And if she had an opinion on something, she would tell you. Like, for instance, um, she used a word I've never heard anywhere else, and it was called, the word was gamton. Gamton. Okay. Gamton? Gamton. And in other words, no, I can't because I don't know how to say it. I mean, I hardly can say it. I don't know how to spell it. But the context was don't y'all be gamton on those beds. Gamton on the bed? Yeah, don't be gamton. It, it, it just meant <laughs> I, I came to understand it as meaning, and maybe it's a popular word and I just don't know, but gamton meant don't be jumping on the beds and all this kind of stuff because she had feather beds. I'm talking about old school beds, and if you sat on the edges, they would round over. And so she wouldn't even let us sit on the edges. You had to sit up in the middle of the bed to put your shoes on, and there were all these different rules. Wow. And I kind of loved all that because I didn't have a lot of structure in my childhood, so I really appreciate it. But gamaton, don't be gamaton. I don't know. Don't it sounds weird saying it out loud, but I always understood that word as meaning something, something. All right, so if you were in trouble, she would say, uh, I'm going to get the rickrack paddle out on you. And then what it Ooh. meant was she was talking about one of those paddles that, that were attached to a uh, – a rubber band and then to a rubber ball. Um, but she oh. had one without, she had an old school one. Apparently they were, they used to be of substance and she was going to paddle you with it. It didn't hurt, but it was, it was the threat. You know, you didn't want to take Made off some good sound. I bet. I, yeah, I don't know that I ever got the Rick rack paddle, but um, she was going to, she was going to paddle me with a Rick rack paddle. It would, what would be awesome though, is if she had tied the rubber band to my back belt loop <laughs> and then just slap and I'd spring back slap spring slap but anyway <laughs> I got this thing going so, wah-pah, 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 wah-pah. <laughs> so hopefully I've established that my grandmother awesome lady very creative uh, you know all this sewed and knitted and crocheted she dealt in antiques she raised birds she was just this Amazon not Amazon woman she was a uh, what do they call it um when you say renaissance? renaissance man type lady, you know, she just did everything. All right. Uh, that being said, she had a way of speaking. So you made up her own words. She made up her own speeches. So one day um, we're in the fridge and my grandmother pulls out the bottom drawer of the fridge. Okay. <laughs> Before I tell you what she said, which is the classic line, I have to go back and say, my sister randomly posts this on Facebook the other day, just to me and just to my sister, Amy Leanne did this. And she writes this phrase. Um, buddy said Rayford eat him. That's, that's the line. Okay. Now I have to tell you what it means. I'll say it again. Buddy said Rayford eat him. All right. So my grandma opens up this, this drawer years, years, years back, and it's all almost empty except for maybe one or two, uh, baby Ruth and Snickers bars. And she's going, where are all my candy bars? Where's my candy bars? Oh my goodness. Oh, and, and the next day, uh, she had she had two people, two cousins, not my cousins because my mom was an only child, but her cousins that w- one lived with her and one would come by and do odd jobs. Buddy lived in the house and he was a hairdresser, very effeminate, but not homosexual. Very odd, but it, you know, it worked out. He's a cool guy. Um, and then there was Rayford. Rayford is a very Southern name, by the way. Rayford Rayf- would come by. Rayford would come by. And he'd do odd jobs around the property. And, uh, and, and they, you know, g- grandma would make him dinner and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, right. so he, he, he'd come by. Well, apparently she had asked Buddy about who ate all the candy bars. And uh, Buddy said Rayford eat them. <laughs> so, Buddy said Rayford eat them. <laughs> that's right. And so that, <laughs> that line, for some reason, struck all three of us. I don't know that we ever sat down and made it a thing. I don't know that we ever repeated it to each other, but somehow or another, (laughs) 25, 30 years later, that thing is so embedded in our conscience that my sister could just randomly post, buddy said, Rayford eat him. And, (laughs) and all of us just rolled. Well, we, you know, we eventually get into this, this tag back and forth, updating it and all that kind of stuff. And, um, and how funny that was and how random it was. And then my sister, Amy asked the ultimate question, what was Ginga doing? That's what we call her, by the way. I've been trying to avoid Ginga. that word, dadgummit. Um, what was Ginga doing 
with a, an entire drawer full of candy bars <laughs> in the first place. In the fridge. <laughs> yes. Which is a great place for him. What do you way. think, buddy, was going to do? And then I, I, I basically ended it with uh, secretly, I always suspected Rayford. <laughs> <laughs> I always suspected Rayford. Buddy said, or no, no, Buddy. I always suspected Buddy ate him because he lived there. And Buddy yeah. did say Rayford ate him. And why would he say that? You know, Because, you know, Rayford wasn't there to defend himself. I think they both ate him, honestly. They just got I in bet you they, together. They went out with an RC Cola and got themselves them candy bars. That's right. And ate them up. They sat out there and ate them. But uh, yeah, Ginga. Rayford. Ginga was her name. It was because I couldn't say Grandma when I was a baby. Okay, and the sisters picked it up. Ginga was awesome, dadgummit. Ginga. Ginga. Not Lady Gaga, Lady Ginga. So You called her Lady Ginga? No, but I would <laughs> today. And be like, that's weird. Man, you said something about, about um, uh, Facebook, and I have to say this because my buddy posted something that's hilarious. He said, the best thing on Netflix streaming, human reeking balls. <laughs> <laughs> is that what I wrote? You, you did. I didn't you put human didn't reeking balls. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! I meant wrecking balls. He said it's a it's a great show. Two guys stare tear stuff up with their bare hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so it's not <laughs> Ethan's reeking balls. Oh, sorry. It was funny, man. <laughs> you didn't even catch your misspelling. No, thing. I'm I'm a dangerous speller. You know that's <laughs> the thing. When phonics teaches you how to read good, don't teach you how to spell too good. That's the thing. So. Mm, it's uh, true. I got learned on phonics too. Uh, you know what? I love our chat room. I appreciate you guys being here today. We've got about 22 folks in the chat room with us tonight. You can join us every Monday night at 9:30 p.m. Eastern. 6.30 p.m. Pacific. Uh, let's read off a few names. Batman Free, Captain Narthex, Bella Blue, Dig Butts, Phone, Something, Jacqueline, uh, Captain Narthex, and I've already read that one. Let's see, a couple more. Uh, I-C-L-T-N. Uh, Perducci. Perducci. Captain, uh, Pastor Mikey Wan, Scooter Prime, Spontaneous Plasma or Plana or something, and a bunch of other folks. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate you very much. And uh, now, since we're in the announcement mode, we'll go ahead and mention that next week we have a scheduled downtime uh, because I am going to Ireland. On, oh, you're going to Ireland. I'm you? going to Ireland Wednesday, and I will not be back for 10 days. I'm doing uh, a missions trip, uh, doing so, uh, uh, six nights of kids camp for a bunch of Irish kids. It's going to be awesome. That will be so fun. I can't wait. Totally. So, Mr. James, who's never been out of the country except for Spain, uh, or, or you know, has suddenly been able to go to Spain to do kids' church and then Ireland. So, it's Ireland. awesome. I'm excited. Oh, it's so very creative. Ireland is a great place, you know. Yeah, that's what I hear. It's hmm. So, yep. um, I'm excited for you. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, and if you get over there and there's, you know, good food, and I, I don't know, I just can't wait to see it. You know, David's been over there. And uh, my brother and, you know, brought back pictures and stuff. Mm. I'm going to be in the northern side of things, in the uh, UK side. So the, the cold, wet part? Yeah, it's supposed to rain the entire time I'm there. So that'll be interesting. Uh, probably. It's just like Florida, <laughs> except not sunny. Yeah, but if you, no. look at a cal- <laughs> if you look at a calendar or a map, as they're also known, um, you can see that Ireland's right up there with uh, Alaska. It just, you know, hits the spiral spinning of our Earth a little different than Alaska. So... It's not quite as frigidly wow. cold, but as far as you know, longitude and latitude and all that stuff, it's uh, it's right up there with one of those. All right, uh, hey, wow. um, I want to encourage you to do me a favor and go to nlcast.com/kids and consider becoming a member of our community for any donation. Um, we prefer monthly donations, but any donation of any kind, you can become a member uh, of the community, an official member. Because 90% of what you give goes directly to Children's Charity, BGMC. Last month alone, we raised uh, right at $200 for uh, uh, helping kids all over the world. And uh, it's just basically podcasting uh, with a purpose, and I call it On the Air for Kids. So go there, nlcast.com slash kids. You can do $10 a month, $4 a month, a one-time gift. And I feel pretty bold about asking because it helps cover the cost of your favorite podcast, but 90% of it 
again, goes to helping kids all over the world. Thank you so much. This is something I'm doing beyond just what the podcast brings in. Um, I've had three or four jobs come in through drawyourpicture.com. So I think our gift um, next month is going to be very similar or even more than what we were able to give last time. So thank you guys for considering that. NLCast.com slash kids. You can also help us out by picking up the iPhone or the Android app in their respective yeah. stores. You get weekly bonus content and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then uh, that's it. That's all of our uh, – just remember we're not going to be on the air next next week. So. Yeah. But, hey, if I can plug this, um, we do have a special guest lined up in a couple weeks. And I haven't got the confirmation yet, but oh. I think we will enjoy having him with us. So Awesome. Let your wait. whistle. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, his name's Mark. I just want to say that. Yeah, Mark. You can say that. Mark Malkoff. Okay. Uh, just why not? everyone. Why not? It doesn't have to be now a surprise. Now he has to do it. Yeah. No, he, he's, <laughs> he's supposed to respond, and John's been kind enough to set that up for us. Mark Malkoff is a comedy genius. He's done a lot of good stuff. He's lived in Ikea. He's lived on a plane. He's got an awesome spouse, and um, he, he, he had people carry him across New York New City because uh, he's a little man. He's a very little man. Yeah. And, and then recently he, he's trying to get six-pack abs in how many weeks? Yes. Uh, he's going to do it in a month. I think it was yeah. 30 days. Yeah. And so. you know what? He's he's gotten to the end of that project, and I got to say, he puts me to shame. Uh, well, when you're a tiny man to start with, like me, I would have to have six months just to get down to where I remembered <laughs> where my abs were, and then I would have I to work I got one-pack abs. abs. That's right. I got a keg. That's my thing, so. <laughs> I got two liters. <laughs> so... All right, well, let's jump into our main segment. Today, uh, we are doing a segment called Nobody Listened. Ah! It's awesome and long. Yes, we're mining the depths of our unread story archive for your entertainment. So we're going to jump <laughs> you need right the Howard here. Dean yell in there. <laughs> That'd be funny to throw that in there a couple All times. All right, let's start with, uh, like I said, the past. Man, we've got over 100 emails, or actually just right at 100. And this one is from – these are emails basically for those of you that are new to the show or new to the segment that either we didn't have time to read in the past or it just didn't quite match up to the quality that we're looking for or um, the content that we usually like to have on the show. This is going to be completely unfiltered and raw. It'll still be clean, but it may not be the content that you're used to on the show. I just bring this out because I want to show you the kind of stuff that I get on a weekly basis. Uh, the worst Mining of them, the, depths. the worst of them, have been uh, deleted. Just trust me. Uh, hi, James, Trevor, and John. This is from nine twenty six oh nine. Uh, wow. I've got a quick skiing story you may enjoy. My mother, my little brother, and I went to the local ski area for the day. My brother Tommy decided to try doing a 360-degree spinoff of one of the large jumps. Possessing more bravery than skill, Tommy got a good head of speed, went off the end of the jump, and proceeded through about 90 degrees of rotation before hitting the ground. Ouch. Ooh. My mother and I were watching and hurried over to at least make sure his body was dragged out of the way of the other skiers. It turned out that Tommy had hurt his arm, so we got him to the ski patrol shack at the bottom of the hill. We just kept dragging him. After checking him over, over, the medic told us that Tommy had a green stick fracture in his wrist. (gasps) What? Yummy. Is a green stick fracture? It's where it's just splintered a little bit. You know how a green stick will bend, but it won't break? Uh, (laughs) Yeah. That's gross. Yeah, that's gross. Mom and I were understandably upset about this. Our tickets were good for another four hours at least. (laughs) (laughs) No How bad does it hurt, Tommy? Just on a scale of one to two. Yeah. Uh, Could you hold it in the snow? (laughs) After making sure Tommy had enough magazines, oh gosh, to distract him. They did it. Uh, Mom and I went back to the slopes and enjoyed ourselves <laughs> for the rest of the day. 
I just want to add that I've been enjoying the podcast for almost a year now. I work for the New York State Park Service and often uh, been working out with a chainsaw or mowing the lawns while laughing my head off. That's a scary thought. <laughs> with a chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> I just laughed my head off. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like this. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Now I'm going to laugh your head off. <laughs> uh, so he says, my brother is also a listener, and the show often comes up in conversation. Thanks for the laughs, John. And Thanks. finally, I can remove. We have 99 left to go. I've got I'm a... Oh, all tonight. Oh, that's another one. He sent it twice. Poor guy. Did he? Yeah. Please read my story. You need to email him back and say, we read your story. <laughs> <laughs> Two years later. Uh, this comes to us from 92709. Hi, NL This is Harpreet. My friend, the one who sent in the story about me looking right into the sun, I actually remember that, told me about your podcast. I've decided to send an LBB story. It consists of uh, a series of stories that happened when I was visiting my family in India. The first story is about when my family and I went to the market with my cousins. Suddenly, my four-year-old cousin yelled out, I want a spoon! And we looked at him and wondered why he was screaming. He yelled it again and again until my uncle took him over to someone who was selling spoons. <laughs> when we went back to the where we were staying, he went in the backyard and ate dirt with his spoon. Oh, okay. poor kid. So that's why I didn't read this one. It's just weird. <laughs> You know that makes me think of no. Yeah, The next story is about another day when we went to another store. We were walking near a crowd of people when suddenly my cousin ran up to a random man and hit him between the legs. He fell oh. on the ground crying out in pain. My cousin was laughing his head off. Because that guy that just told that two stories ago had a chainsaw. <laughs> Your head's been laughed off now, too. And it, is, and it is the reason why I think my cousin is an LBB. I hope this didn't take too long to read. Like your guy's show, Heartbeat. Yeah, it took a little while to read. It took like two years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Man, that's not nice. You don't. You don't hit people there and uh, laugh at them. What, what the best part of these old emails are is the references. Okay, listen to this one, 92709. I love the T-shirt posting. I just need to figure out how to order some. <laughs> That's back when we were selling those old T-shirts. I have a story. The NL cast. Yeah. I, I have a story similar to the one you told of your little girl, James, about her asking your church friend about her color. Okay, I remember that. I remember that when, when my daughter looked at Miss Terry and said, Why are you brown? And as Terry said, because God made me that way. It was awesome. <laughs> My son did that just last week. It's so precious. We were at somewhere, and, and, and he asked a, a little girl, he says, is your, is your mommy brown? <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? The right. little kid didn't say anything. But is it the pool? <laughs> stupid, <laughs> stupid white boy. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately for my mom, when I was a girl, I was not quiet about my curiosity. Now I'm a man. No, um, <laughs> it just reads weird. Sorry. And I keep my curiosity to, to myself. myself. I've learned so much. Uh, anyway, when I was a girl, I was not quiet about my curiosity. We were all at the shopping store when I was about four, and I was sitting on the front of the cart, and my mom was pushing myself and the groceries out to the car. I saw this dark man walking by, and I'd never seen a man of such dark color. And before my mom could react, I screamed out, Mom, Mom, look at Chocolate Man! Oh, no. That's why I didn't read this one. My mom just wanted to box my ears in. The man was nice, though. He walked up, his smile real big. He had beautiful white teeth. God, Lord. <laughs> why am I reading this? He shook my hand and told my mom it was okay, that he had been called worse, and I was just amazed. My mom explained how God makes people of all different colors, and he was not actually made of chocolate. With that, he laughed and walked away. Leave it to kids to say the most dreadful things to horrified parents. That is one of my many stories. Love the show. Hope it wasn't too long. And I don't have a name. This was back before names were uh, included automatically. Uh, so. Sorry. That was done by JMan94 oh, really? in the chat room. Yeah, I just said that. Racist. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. James, Trevor, and John. This is from 927 as well. I'm a new listener. It took me a month and a half to catch up with all the shows. 
Wow, how you guys have changed. I love how you have ended up two years ago. You guys are wicked funny, and you really crack me up. It's truly a wonderfully, grossly hysterical show. I've tried a couple times to send stories in. Not sure if you got any of them. (laughs) Yeah, we did. (laughs) I'm trying again. This is a different story in case you didn't like the others. Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) I hope we read at least one story. I I doubt it. One story I sent in was when I was a young girl and embarrassed the heck out of my mom. I did that a lot as a child. It was the chocolate man story. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, that's what she said. Oh, I'm gonna pass out. Oh, did you like that one? Did you, did you like it, James? Uh, let me know, and I will send it again. No, we we're, don't send it again. <laughs> I can't believe chocolate it. Chocolate man. Chocolate man. <laughs> It's Chocolate Man. We just coined the phrase for the show title right there, Chocolate Man. Okay, here we go. Anyway, she says, when my oldest daughter, I call her Jingles, was a little... Jingles. (laughs) Hey, Jingles. Um, Her oldest daughter she calls Jingles? Yeah. Her oldest Mm -hmm. daughter, uh, she was a little girl about four. She wanted to play with Play-Doh. So I set her up at the kitchen table while I did the dishes. I could see her in the reflection in the window as I watched. I saw her stuff a little orange Play-Doh up her nose. I turned around. No, Jingles, what are you doing? Stop that. (laughs) Horrified, I tried to get it out, but she was so tiny. It was just stuck up there, and I had to bring her to the doctors to have it to get it out. As horrible as that was, when the doc was pulling out the Play-Doh, he noticed there was other stuff in her nose. She had stuffed hamburger in there, too. Oh. I was so grossed out and embarrassed. (laughs) That's not all, says the doc. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, no. What else did she possibly have in there? She pre- he proceeded to pull out a kernel of corn and a piece <gasps> of scrambled egg. Whoa. Oh, nasty. The doc gave her a little speech about not shoving things up her nose. And I didn't let her play with Play-Doh for a while after that. I also quit feeding her. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I watched her more closely at mealtimes. That's it. Broke ya. Hope my story wasn't too long. Keep up the great work. And here's the name. Lori from Maine. So, Larry from Maine. That was the last up, up there in Maine. That was the last two stories were from Lori. Bless her heart. I, I filtered both of her stories and made her wait two years. So well, some folks in the chat room are saying that you've read that one. Mm, did I? Oh well. Cat cat says so. And so well, what a cat King. cat no. Anyway, this one I can tell I never read it because it is five pages long. So if it gets too bad, I will quit reading it. But wow. uh, people used to send me emails that were like a book. So here we go. We're gonna we're gonna five say, pages. Yes, it's from Shelley. Says, "Hey Shelley. James and John, I've been listening to Nobody's Listening. Am I the only one? Since episode fifty one, and I've enjoyed every episode. I've been listening to the last few while grocery shopping, and I've started randomly laughing out loud. I can tell you, this doesn't go over very well in the local Walmart. Mm-hmm. The clown breakup." And the resulting contact uh-huh. by the woman John broke up with was absolutely awesome. That was awesome. I've been thinking about sharing the story with you guys for a while. It almost did when you were looking for stories about fire. But this is actually a story about fireworks, so I didn't send it in. I know it's long, so shorten it if you want and decide if, if you want to read it on the podcast. <laughs> you shortened it already. Right. <laughs> You're dead. Uh, all right. Here, you ready? Here we go. <laughs> Our family enjoyed some fireworks on the 4th of July, and when we lived in Nebraska, had a pretty large gathering every year. Well, three years ago, we moved to Wisconsin, and for our first 4th of July there, we had a few fireworks, as did our neighbors on the other side of the duplex that we were renting. Unnecessary information. We were all in the backyard, which wasn't <laughs> separated, but spectators were always far away from what was being set off. Well... Our fireworks were done. My daughter, who's 11 at the time, myself, and a kid from across the street were toasting marshmallows and making s'mores, which we had a little fire pit going. And I just finished up a marshmallow and was walking over the table when my graham cracker and chocolate were laying, and something came out of nowhere and hit me in the head. It felt like someone had come up behind me and hit me hard in the head with something big, like a notebook or something. I said, ow, and I felt like something was still in my hair. So I figured it was something (laughs) hot and something and something and something. I started ruffling my fingers through something in my hair because it was something like something and just more worried that my hair was something going to catch on fire. (laughs) I went down to get my marshmallow because I was more hungry than worried about my hair being on fire. Still with one hand on my hair and 
and thought my hand felt wet. It was kind of humid outside, and the chairs had been wet earlier. So I figured my head, I, I brought my head down to look, and it was all, I brought my hand down to look, and it was all bloody. I told my daughter, let's call her Leah, to go get my husband. Let's call him Luke because he was hanging out with the neighbors since they were all shooting things off. And I leaned over a little way so my body wouldn't get my clothes all bloody. So blood starts splattering on the patio. (laughs) So, of course, this freaked Leah out, and she went off running crying for Luke. He came over, and so did the neighbors and their friends. One of the neighbors, who I thought was a nurse but actually was a dentist, so hygienist came over and started. <laughs> Why was that? In there? I don't know. Kind of took charge. She sent Luke off for something to put between her hand and my head while she put pressure on it. So what does Luke come back with? A paper towel. By the way, the oh. woman and I were the only two people who had less than two margaritas that night. Everyone else was of no help. <laughs> Story is full of things. <laughs> Something. Uh, anyway, after she puts pressure on it for a little bit, she looks at my head. You know what? I can shorten this story really quick. You want to hear it? Hey, me and yeah. my friends had some fireworks. Something hit me in the head, and I was bleeding like a beast. That's it right now, so far. <laughs> I sent my daughter to get some help. My husband comes back with a paper towel. I'm, I think I'm on four sentences right now. But anyway, let's continue. After putting pressure for a little bit, she looks at my head and tells Luke, we need to call 911. So instead, uh, he starts asking if anyone here is any shape to drive me to the emergency room, because he is not. (laughs) I just had three more. Who is this lady and why is she red? (laughs) She's crying out her forehead. You sent a drunk man to go help (laughs) in first aid. He comes back with a paper towel. (laughs) These are super absorbent and they're not cheap. Anyway, honestly, the assumption is always that he would be the one to get hurt on the 4th, not me. I'm supposed to be the designated driver. Nobody answers. In my mind, the closest thing we've got to a medical professional uh, has said to call 911. So I yell, just bleeping call 911. (laughs) There's the last reason why we didn't read this. (laughs) Um, As usual, and he doesn't want to get cited. Oh, wait, wait, wait. After Luke calls, he gets Lee and the kid across the street and starts picking up the remnants of the fireworks because none of them are legal. And he doesn't oh. want to get cited. Gosh. I, this lady's oh, going to die. Excited, like, we so excited. No, no, no. She's going so to die because her husband doesn't want to get a ticket. <laughs> so I, I just, These she, aren't legal. She's bleeding out of her head. Anyway, so Leah, still crying, starts picking up stuff and putting in a trash bag. Please, Jesus, don't let my parents die and get put in jail, please. Not like last 4th of July. (laughs) We had this mommy for a year. The drunk neighbors are trying to tell her that I'm okay, and I'm trying to tell her that I'm okay. However, the blood dripping onto her head has had something else to say. No. However, I got blood all over one hand, my arm, my leg, and it's all over the patio. Everybody's drunk. She's not buying it. Well, she's a smart child. That's why. She has an unfortunate family. I'm fine. I'm really. Drinking doesn't affect me at all. It affects my daughter, but who cares? (laughs) Let her husband deal with it. Uh, in the meanwhile, uh, the woman that's helping me tells Luke to get a wet washcloth because the dry paper towel is sticking to my head. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to make more blood and getting in the way of seeing what the deal is with the wound. You don't need to see it. Stop the bleeding. You don't need to do that. You don't need to do that. Just call 911. There is some general debate between everyone there about whether I've been burned or cut or how deep it might be. Hey, let's check it out, man. I got a little... Uh, Who wants to put a wager down on whether it's burnt, cut, or just serrated? Come on! (laughs) But these fireworks are legal for illegal, so let me pick them up first. (laughs) Yeah, before we close that wound up and check it for infection, let's make sure we're legal. Anyway, a couple minutes later, the neighbor looks at my head again and sounds like sounds like the bleeding has almost stopped, and maybe we don't need the ambulance after all. Let, let's trust that. <laughs> it's, it's okay. You know what? Every with every margarita I have, honey, you look more and more like the picture of health. So I'm thinking you we're look good. Like Carrie, actually, and you I kind of like that. You know, you, we can call that ambulance and tell them just turn around mid traffic stop, and, and they'll go back. Because you do that. They got lights. Yeah. They can do it. They can just back right on it. Back it up, baby. Back that ambulance up. Back it up. 
Anyway, Luke calls back, but the dispatcher said they've already sent the ambulance. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They don't really, you know, come back without something in the back. Yeah, right. So we decided that I should go out to the front and sit and wait while all the fireworks remains are out back. Yeah, because ambulance drivers are going to sight you. But anyway, I yeah. go out front and sit down. So, go out front, honey. We're going to keep drinking. You go ahead, Leah. Anyway, Leah's still crying. I don't want to hug her because I don't want the blood to get all over her. Honey, I yeah. love you and I want to comfort you, but uh, that I'm shirt love you from a distance. That shirt was not on sale and I'm not going to be able to replace it. So, you know what? I'm just going to blow you some blood kisses. <laughs> anyway, uh, an unmarked SUV pulls up with a first responder EMT. Man, this story. <laughs> wow. We are, we are actually two-thirds of the way through. So here we go. Okay. And, and, and uh, Sully from, uh, you know, the X-Files jumps out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, says, this EMT comes before the ambulance. I never knew about these types of Sully. folks before. Three of them pile out of their vehicle, and while they're trying to look at my head, one of them says, Hi, Leah. I look up at Luke, wondering how in the heck one of the EMTs knows my kid. Luke starts, uh, asks her, and turns out that her son goes to school with Leah, and their son is in the backseat of the vehicle. So Leah goes over to socialize with him while they're debating over the severity of my injury. Yeah, yeah, that's my mom and dad. My dad's a drunken <laughs> moron. Having- <laughs> my mom's brain's leaking out over her body. But uh, can you go with me? Can you be my boyfriend? Um, <laughs> thankfully, that gets her mind off the fact that her mother was bleeding over everything. Yeah, she loves you a lot. Then the ambulance shows up. At this point, all fireworks in the entire neighborhood suddenly <clears throat> cease. <laughs> because they heard the they heard the sirens. <laughs> oh no, it's the popo! Hide the <laughs> hide the margaritas and the bloody wives! Come on, everybody's got one. Uh, they, I just want to know who threw something at her. You know, I know. What was it that hit her? The, it's was like it a, a middle Ro- school story. Roman candle? Or? Surely it was down on the floor. You know, or still stuck in her cranium. Anyway, Maybe it's at the end of the story. They come over, talk with the EMTs. Look at my head. I'm getting out of breath. And tell me that I have a V-shaped cut in my head, and part of it looks like I need stitches. You know what? A V-shaped head means there's a flap. There's a flap. (laughs) Oh, no. No skin flap. (laughs) I'm getting lightheaded. Oh, I tell him that I can get to the hospital. I don't need to pay for an ambulance ride and sign five forms that says I don't want to be transported, and they won't release my name, and I don't know what else. And then a police officer shows up. Wants to know where the fireworks came from, and everyone's response is they have no idea. We were just roasting marshmallows. I'm pretty sure he didn't buy it, but he didn't press it. Finally, we're in the last two paragraphs. All the emergency personnel leave, and I need to get to the hospital. Still, there isn't anyone that I can that can really drive me to the hospital, so I drive myself. Leah started to calm down, so I had Luke take her home with her, or I had Luke stay home with her. Um, I, I didn't I didn't know what to expect in the emergency room. It really didn't hurt. It really did hurt like heck. So I figured she didn't need to be there for anything else. I had to ask the MTs where the nearest hospital was and if it would be in my insurance network. Why are we reading this? And after they left, <laughs> I had to go look up the hospital in the phone book and get MapQuest directions. MapQuest, boy. <laughs> so this I knew how to get there. Ago. I ended up having to get four staples in my head. Oh, staples. In the emergency room, which came out a few days later. Everything's fine now, but I can still tell that I have a small scar on my head. Hope you enjoyed the fact that there was no point to my story and no closure. Shelly. Whoa. We don't even know what created the V-shape. That's why the black SUV showed up, because it was an alien. (laughs) I think it was Larry. Larry's like, (laughs) give me some more margaritas, woman. So no, <laughs> buddy said, what, what's his name again? Buddy said Rayford threw it. <laughs> <laughs> buddy said Rayford did it. Rayford threw something. He's, oh, a buddy He's said one Rayford. of the Chinese stone stars. I, I got, you know, this is like clue. I think it was the daughter. That's why she was bawling. She, she was oh. like, she threw it, but she got confused and forgot to say, mom, catch this, catch this angle iron. <laughs> and uh, that's, um, that's what it was. Oh my gosh. What time is it? It, our show is almost it. over. Thanks, Shelly. Oh. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for hogging Great up. story. Hogging up all the <laughs> airtime. That's why we can't. That's why I can't read those things, people, because they take forever. That was fun to read. It was fun to make fun of. 
All right, there's a nice short one. Hello, Nobody's listening. I got an LBB for you. This is from 09 as well. A few days ago, my family and I went to this apple festival in our town, which is a small festival with really good apples. Really? <laughs> mm, I'm glad they made a festival for it. I'm glad they named it Apple Festival. <laughs> Otherwise, I might not know what was there. Uh, when we got there, we got food apple. and sat down at a table. I bet it was apple food. After, when we were done, we headed toward the trash cans to throw away our trash. Really? There were three huge trash cans, so we just put our trash in whichever one we could find. That's so amazingly interesting. This hippie midget came out and said... (laughs) (laughs) This hippie midget came out and said, Hey, don't you see the sign? Sign, signs everywhere, signs. Blocking up the scenery, breaking my mind. Anyway, he pointed (laughs) out... He pointed out the three signs above the trash cans that said trash, recycle, and compost. And then he told us, how about you pick, uh, you pick up that trash and put it in the right can? And I asked, can't you? And he answered, it's not my trash. We were sort of mad, but we took our trash out and threw it away in the right can. I put a brown spoon away in the recycle <laughs> can, and he calmly said, that's not the right can it goes in. It goes in the compost can. And I rolled my eyes, and wanting to give him the bird finger so bad, I put it in the right <laughs> can. <laughs> the bird finger. The bird finger, middle school. Uh, then we left and called that tree hugger the trash popo. <laughs> <laughs> so the LBB... He called him a midgy hippie. <laughs> midgy hippie. Yeah. Uh, hippie midget. And the trash tree popo. Hugger. So this LB, so the LBB are people who care too much about the environment. <laughs> oh man, I guess I'm in that one too. Then. <laughs> Hope this wasn't too long, Ethan. No, no, wow. it was perfect. <laughs> Ethan, that's funny. So man. there, can you tell why we didn't read that one? Can you? Maybe. It it wasn't us that feels that way. Okay, about this the environment. This guy sent this three times, so it's got to be good. Maybe four times. Hey guys. Oh. This is Albert from Maryland. Anyways, I got a story from about three years ago. Now it's five years ago. My dad and I go hunting on a regular basis. Well, we were goose hunting, and if you don't know, these things were about 18 inches long and a few pounds. Really? Anyways. A goose? Most things do weigh something. Uh, My dad gets one mid-flight coming towards us. It hits my dad square on top of his head and knocks him out cold. And to this day, he has the chip in his head to prove it. He took the mark because a goose hit him on the face. No! <laughs> Jacqueline, Jacqueline in the chat room said he got goosed. <laughs> <laughs> and then a dog crept up from behind some grass and laughed at him. <laughs> oh, man. Good one. Good one. You know what? He sent this thing four times. He sent it three times through four email times. and one time through his iPod. Oh, wow. Here's a good one. Or I don't know if it's good or not. Oh, this is from our boy Keith Techlets, man. Oh. Technical Chicklets? Oh, I can't believe this one got passed by. We'll have to he's, see why. He's like one of the external sponsors. Yeah, he's a legendary storyteller, too. So we'll see what happened here. Maybe it's just the length of it. Sometimes we just got overwhelmed with stuff, and I didn't get to read everything. But here it goes. I guess it's time I finally took a more active part in your podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you did. So Sorry, Keith. <laughs> here I go submitting not only my first story, but my second as well. Uh, these two stories took place long ago in my childhood and show better than anything why I should not try to be cool. When I was in the fourth grade, our art class had a door to the outside. Uh, for some odd reason, the teacher let a group of us out to draw nature or something like that. I don't remember. I wasn't drawing anything anyway. There was a split rail fence just past a tree. So the other so the other guys start climbing on the fence and jumping off it and grabbing one of the branches before swinging down to the ground. After several times standing on a fence, to build my courage, I finally jumped off. I remember my hand hitting the branch, but it not grabbing the branch for some reason. My, my body shifting in midair from perpendicular to the ground to parallel. And uh, then I know I hit, I hit the ground hard because my breath got knocked out of me. The art teacher mm. never had a clue. My homeroom teacher noticed I was grimacing when I returned from art and asked me what was wrong. I burst into tears and said, I fell off the fence. <laughs> my parents took me to the doctor and I found out I had a broken wrist. Oh, I told my parents the same lies, the teacher that I fell off the fence. And they finally found out the truth this year. 
when I told them 20-something years later. Oh, Keith. I'm glad you came clean. Yep. Now the world knows two years after. So 22 yep. years later. And this is his other story. The other time, and this may have been why I didn't read it, because back in the day, if you tumbled two stories together, it was just one of the things I couldn't do. We were just really getting bombarded with stories. Uh, the other yeah. time, I tried to be cool. I was closing. <clears throat> it was the same time period, give or take a year. There was a park near my house. had a pretty steep hill. During the winter, it was a perfect sledding spot, except for one problem. There was a creek at the bottom of the hill. Most of the time, you can't even get close to the creek. On this day, though, it must have been super slick or something. My best friend (laughs) at the time, Lucifer, went down first, and all we saw was him going over the lip of the creek. Then he popped up because the weeds caught him and prevented him from landing in the water. Since he did it, I was, of course, had to do it too. So I flew down the hill, sailed over the lip about 15 feet away from the weeds. You know those Wile E. Coyote cartoons where he freezes for a second before he falls? I'm pretty sure that didn't happen, but it sure felt like it. Well, then, yep. then I hit the freezing cold water. I had to walk a half mile to get home, shivering oh. and dripping wet the whole way. I don't know if you'll find these stories oh. as funny as I do, but hopefully they'll give you at least a chuckle. Give, keep up the great work. I love listening to podcasts. Actually, several of your podcasts. Thanks for making my deployment a little better. Keith, the technical chiclet techlets. P.S. Now, um, now that you have a music page, how about posting an MP3 of the book recap song? I know I'm not the yes, only one that would book. like it. In my butt. Uh, I well, love that song. It's time for us to move along. Let me see if I can get a couple of uh, voicemails out of this out of this place. What do you think? Okay. Oh, why did I type Google? Google Voice. <laughs> I type voicemails into into Google. That's real smart, James. All right, so uh, Google Voice. It's time to listen to see what Super Squeaky has to say. Hey, this is Super Squeaky. Just reporting this something I found. Um, and just to tell you, I want this to be on a... Nobody's listening. Nobody's listening. I think you know. Yes. Um, you have talked about your newspaper doobie before. Before <laughs> um, Newspaper doobie. On, I think... Let me see what show. Um... It was it on was, show it was number twenty one. Um Wow. Forty two. Um, I think it was backfire. So, wow. We don't even get a number. Yeah, just hope to play this on the next show. Okay? Bye. Okay. Forty eight seconds. Before I say goodbye. Are you super squeaky? <laughs> okay, it was Whoa. worth it. It was worth it. That totally sounded just like the. That's the man, guy. He's got it's it the same, down. It's, well, it's him. It's the same person. So, well, Cat Cat said it was episode one hundred and nine. Nobody's listening. As I think you know, um, you have talked about your newspaper <laughs> doobie before. <laughs> it's funny how he says doobie. <laughs> I want to hear it again. Newspaper <laughs> doobie before. <laughs> well, well, let me back up. It's <laughs> yeah, good stuff. You have talked about paper your newspaper doobie. doobie before. <laughs> it's like something <laughs> off an old Disney movie. Yeah, you got a little uh, newspaper doobie. <laughs> it's even funny if you change it to the word dookie. So. Talked about your newspaper doobie before. <laughs> <laughs> Needs to be another sound uh, clip. <laughs> yes, it does. You're Are you right. super squeaky? You? Paper doobie. Paper doobie. Scooby doobie. Got a paper doobie doobie. Oh, that's awesome. Bumped. Yeah, we got that bumped. <laughs> All right, one more. I don't know what it says. It's from Gainesville. Jared, and uh, I was calling in to tell you guys a quick story. Uh, I was just listening to Fish Cloverfield, uh, where Trevor tells about his little girl being inside the fish tank. And uh, I was listening to it with my mom in the car, and um, she was listening to the story, and she thought it was really funny. And then she said, you know, you did something like that when you were a kid. And I was like, I did? And then I remembered. I had this little rocking chair, and I pulled it up to the... uh, dresser or the wherever it was that the fish tank was at and i stand stood up on it and we had a little turtle in the fish tank and i picked it up and i was holding it and then my mom was walking in the front door and she walked in she saw me on the rocking chair holding this turtle outside the fish tank and uh, (laughs) she gasped and that's all she had to do and i i literally threw the turtle in the tank and i think it slammed the bottom of the tank 
and I slammed the, the top to it closed, and I jumped off the rocking chair really fast, and I was just, like, freaked out, and she was, like, scared, and but it was funny, and we laughed about it a couple of times already, so. Yeah, <laughs> she killed, he killed the turtle. And uh, hopefully we can play this on the show sometime. So, uh, yeah. Did he, did he kill it? I didn't get that from it. Mm, no, I, I just was oh. saying that. Yeah. I used to call turtles poo. I mean, when I was a when I was a kid, when I was five, I used to call poo turtles because I didn't know because I heard my mom call it a turd or something. I thought she said turtle. So when he said that, automatically my mind went, "He picked up a turd, <laughs> picked up poo." Turtle. So he didn't. Turtle, 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 turtle. Uh, it's uh, fifty nine after light. We got time for one more. Here we go. Minute twenty three. Hey, what's going on, James and John? Oh, Jared, same same hey, guy. Hi. Can't play two in the same row. He called four times today, this week. Here's one from our girl. Hey, James. It's the infamous Emma. Um, Emma. So, guess what I was a genius did? I'm calling for nobody's listening, obviously. But um, um, guess what a genius I was. Um, it's a senior joke we got out of Ocean City. And uh, if you're on Facebook, my friend, you've seen that I posted a picture of a disgusting wound that's been on my foot. Well, what? Ocean yeah. City, it's at night. She did this. She posted the other day on Facebook. I didn't know it was her, but I know exactly what she's talking about because it showed up in my dang wall in Facebook. I don't like it when people post pictures of their wounds, wounds on Facebook. Hey. It's the grossest thing in the world. <laughs> hate it. I, I'm not her friend, so. Oh, see, I'm I'm gonna not be if she keeps posting nasty stuff on Facebook. Don't be posting wounds. It's so you should gross. Report it. <laughs> report it as inappropriate. <laughs> I should, cause it's nasty. It's nasty. It's Ooh. like all open. It's V shaped. Ooh. Ugh. Gosh. So anyway, I can hardly understand. Um, you know, it's just the bad clarity of the 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 voicemail. But we'll try to get through it here. And I decided to walk on the jetty. For those of you who don't know, a jetty is a bunch of large rocks that goes out into the ocean yes. covered in algae. Right. And once it gets really wet, it gets super slippery where you step onto it. Super squeaky. And uh, you slip. With the paper so that's what happened to me. <laughs> I slipped and fell, and um, it, I was sitting there, and I'm like, my foot doesn't really hurt. It's throbbing because I just hurt it. So my friend comes up and checks on me, and it's dark. And he looks down, and my foot is covered in blood. Well, yeah. Like, covered in blood. It looked, it was so much blood that it looked fake. Um, we rush. Ugh. We, I get a bunch of people over, and they're all like, oh, my. To carry you. Have a big you. gash on your foot. So I get carried by all the cute, strong guys, which is the best part of it. And, of course, that's what all I care about as a teenage girl. But um, we go to the hospital. And while they're cleaning it, they're like, you see bone. It's white. I see the no. layer of flesh, the layer of fat, the layer of muscle, and then the layer of bone. Yes, they saw white. I didn't know there were so many layers to a homeschool kid. And it's on the bottom side. Oh. <laughs> She's like an onion. Great. Have a nice day, and I hope you love this story. James. I hate you, that. Emma. <laughs> <laughs> now you and David got something in common against Emma. Oh, I would have nothing against you, girl. First you post your crap on Facebook, and now you torture me with your voicemail. I hate you and Christian love. That's all I can say. <laughs> oh. Oh, Emma, Gosh. I'm glad that we're not friends on Facebook. No joke. I hey, this is super squeaky. Oh, sorry. Just reporting <laughs> something I found. Um, and just to tell you, I want this to be on a... Nobody's listening. I was like... You know, he's like a kid version of Columbo. Listen to him again. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this. <laughs> Imagine a little Columbo. Hey, this is super squeaky. Just go. reporting something I found. Um, and just I, I, tell you, uh, I want this to be on a... Uh, um, uh, Nobody's listening, I was like, <laughs> thank you, no. Um, you have talked about your newspaper doobie before. <laughs> <laughs> you have, um, talked about your newspaper, uh, newspaper doobie. doobie. The doobie. Newspaper <laughs> doobie before. Newspaper doobie. A newspaper doobie. Somebody needs to sample that and turn it into a dance song. 
do talk it. about your newspaper do baby. Your newspaper do baby. Your newspaper do baby. Maybe we can get Schmo Yoho to do it. Auto tune the podcast, dude. That would yes. rock. Oh, uh, guys, that's our show oh. for today. Unfortunately, we always have to say goodbye. Now it's time to say goodbye to all Bye. our company. M I C K E Y. Okay, okay, for the love. I'll stop. <laughs> Dead gummit. Oh. oh, you're right. We forgot about the recap song. Dang it. John, do we dare? I mean, we're past time. I didn't even think about saving time for it. Uh, Maybe we could make it a special thing for the okay. in the chat room and the, the subscribers. Okay, that's what we'll do. Bonus content. If you want to hear today's recap song, go over to nlcast.com slash kids. And uh, for a contribution of any amount, you'll be sent a link to the recap song. We hate to do you that way, but, you know, 90% going to admissions. Helping kids all over the world, so that's a good thing, right? So don't hate me too much. Just hate my heart. Uh, you know what? You can check out the website, podcast.nlcast.com. Email us your comments, james at nlcast.com. Call us right now, 209-5-NLCAST. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter, facebook.com slash nlcast, twitter.com slash nlcast. Join us for a live show, 9.30 p.m. Monday night, but not next Monday. I'll be in Ireland. Join us not. next time. Leave us an iTunes review if that's how you found us. And check out all of the NLCast Podcast Network shows at NLCast.com. I also want you to go over to JSteinclobber.com. JSteinclobber.com. And get some voice work done by my co-host, my illustrious co-host, John Steinclobber. That's JSteinclobber.com. Thanks to our sponsors, Rob Gobers, for our theme music, spouses for letting us record, and our contributors, and everyone who listens. And remember, if you won't tell your funny life story, then don't wonder why nobody's listening. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks, John. Thanks. Bye, everybody. Peace out. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big.